You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. There is some very exciting news that is going on right now in Texas, where my wife and I happen to live. On Monday, April 8th at 8 a.m., there is going to be a public hearing on HB 896, a bill that would abolish abortion in Texas. This is going to be in Austin, which is the capital of our state. And I am putting the word out because some of you that listen to this podcast and live in the area may be very interested in attending. And I myself am going to see what I can do to be there as well. Uh, This is momentous and it comes right at the same time as the release of a very exciting film for us that have been praying against abortion. Unplanned. And I want to encourage everyone to support that movie. I am also going to be supporting it with my wife. Uh, We are just so excited that at this time in history, you know, there's a lot of things that are shaking, folks. And and I know this is a lot of doom and gloomers, but I'm not one of them. No, I've never been a pre-trib rapture guy, but I believe that God is raising up the most powerful company of believers the world has ever known in one generation. And it's happening before our eyes. And and as people are stepping into new levels of engagement in the Spirit and in their authority in Christ Jesus, systems in the world are shifting and shaking. And, and I'll tell you what, we're going to be praying into this hearing on Monday because what a victory if abortion was abolished in Texas. I'm telling you, there is a new day. And so, so folks, be praying with us. Be praying for Texas. Be praying for that bill. Be praying for the um, officials and the representatives that are going to be uh, voting on this. You know, there, there are four pro-abortion Democrats and five Republicans that are converging to vote on this bill. This, it has a real chance of passing. So please be in prayer with us. Now, with that said, I have a podcast for you that features no guest, and I'm going to be introducing a new prayer. I want to give just a little warning on the front end of this. This prayer is very powerful that I will be speaking at the end of this podcast. What does that mean? I don't recommend that you drive or do anything that could endanger someone else's life once I begin praying that prayer just in case you manifest. Uh this is just a warning. I mean, it's powerful prayer. It, it really has shaken some things up. And 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 so this is your warning, okay? I don't want any emails. Daniel, something bad happened when you started praying that prayer because I couldn't handle myself. Well, <laughs> did you listen to instructions? You know, sit down, <laughs> find somewhere safe, and then receive. Okay, so we're going to be on this prayer, and I'm going to be talking about why it's powerful and 
back end of this. Thank you for all of our supporters for continuing to support us. We are plowing, we are building, we are growing here at Bride Ministries International, and you are making that possible. So we just thank you. And with that said, be sure to check us out at BrideMinistriesInternational.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. We are embarking on another adventure in Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. I am going solo today. I didn't book a guest, and I don't feel bad about it. I am really excited because we recently outlined and articulated a new prayer, and I call it Deliverance from Evil Timelines. And this was written like many of the prayers that we've produced at Bride Ministries, with the intent of helping someone get freedom from something we couldn't get them free of before, right? And it was, it was very interesting the day I, I wrote this prayer because I'm sitting down in a session with a person and, and we're having a conversation with Jesus, asking, well, Jesus, you know, how can we do this task? How can we get this person set free of all these evil timelines. And one of the first things he says was, it's going to be kind of tough. <laughs> so, you know, just putting it out there. Um, it, it, it's complicated. It's a complicated procedure. But with the language set that we have been able to put together from all of these other prayers and so forth, I was able to ask him some key questions and get some key pieces of data, mix and match with all these other pieces of language and technologies that we've been assembling over the years. And we put together a prayer and trial ran it in my session. Well, you know, it worked. It was a massive breakthrough, humongous fruit. And I, I were, we were both floored. Well, after that, I decided to take it to several other people. I'm like, I got a new prayer. And, and one of the things our little community people that work with me privately, you know, there's always a little bit of anticipation. It's like, when's the next tool coming? Because when I get a tool for one person, it typically works for everybody. It's like, you know, there's a breakthrough here. There's going to be a breakthrough here, 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 and here. And, and, and this evil deliverance from evil timelines prayer, it's not an evil prayer, it's deliverance from evil timelines prayer, just produce breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. It's so powerfully that I, Ask some people afterwards, like, well, how was it after, you know, being the recipient of this prayer? And I had people telling me, Daniel, I just got more freedom from this prayer than like all these other sessions. I'm like, whoa, this is big. This, this is like the best thing since sliced bread. Well, it got in my spirit that this key has no business sitting on my computer and collecting dust. And I got this great idea. I'm just going to record myself praying this prayer and put it on YouTube. And maybe if 100,000 people listen to it, 100 million evil timelines will get judged and collapsed. Just imagine this could change the world if people understood the power of the evil timelines and, 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 and this conversation at all. Many Christians, unfortunately, 
are not aware of evil timelines and, and how they are influencing the world. And so this, this is, for some, may not even be a relevant conversation yet. But we're going to have it today. This is the thing. I started thinking about, okay, I'm, I'm going to put this on YouTube. I'm going to pray this prayer. And then I ran it by my wife, who's full of wisdom. And she said, Daniel, you have to be careful, though, because if no one knows why you're saying what you're saying, it's going to be a hard sell because, because people are going to be confused. You have a lot of language in here. You haven't explained it to anyone yet. So how are they going to, you know? And I said, wow. So I guess I should probably do a podcast on it. This, this was earlier today. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I need a podcast for tonight. So, you know, here we go. We're going to talk about deliverance from evil timelines. We're going to be talking a little bit in this podcast about the technologies, the, the, the uh, revelation that goes behind the, the wording of the prayer and why this prayer is constructed the way it is. Now, now I'm not going to be able to go through this whole prayer by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, I'm going to be just lightly touching a few things. It's going to open up a lot of probably more questions and answers for some of you that listen to this. And, and I'm going to say this. In preparation for the release of our new course on realms at the Bride Ministries Institute, I feel as though I have permissions to take some liberty in this podcast to kind of dust over some very deep concepts because we're going to be putting out the course. We're recording the course. The course is going to be in production. By the time you listen to this, the course will probably already be in production. And we'll be releasing it within a few weeks of the release of this podcast. And that course is going to go deep into realms and a lot of the uh, uh, technologies and the activations and, and the components of our inheritance in Christ that I am leaning on in order for this prayer to, to work and, and to go as big and as broad as it actually does. Now, in saying that, I have to say some things that I, I know are going to offend some people, and that's okay because those of you that follow this podcast, you know. If I offend people with the truth, I don't care. <laughs> and that's why, you know, uh, we have a great time. You know, I, I mean, look, honestly, honestly, the body of Christ is well overdue for an upgrade. And, and, and so we're walking out into it. I'm just here trying to share. I'm trying to share the goodies, you know? It's like, oh, you know, uh, I, I don't believe in eating vegetables. And it's like, but you have a vegetable garden. You're like, vegetables are so good for you, though. It's like, well, I only eat sweets and chocolate and, and cake. It's like, well, you're eating a bad diet. Why don't you try this good stuff? You know, and I feel like I'm the guy with the vegetable patch. And you got all these other, you know, churches out there and people and they're, and they're feeding these sweets, these goodies. It, take, it, it tastes real good, you know. But, but it, it, is it good for you? Is it good for you? And, I, and I'm here to tell you, talking about deliverance from evil timelines is good for you. But it's like a vegetable patch. It's a little bit of a harder sell, especially because it's organic, you know? So it's like, well, it <laughs> comes with a higher price. Right? <laughs> I don't want to pay for that. I, I don't want to pay the price to, to step into what I need to in Christ for this kind of prayer to be a faith. It shouldn't have to work like that. We should just get saved and be delivered. Finished work at the cross, right, Dandeville? You know, that whole argument. I, but here, here, here. Just think about this podcast like your tour through Dan Duvall's Vegetable Patch, and we'll all be better off. Now, uh, what are we leaning on in order to, to, to do this prayer, which I haven't given you yet? Um, one, an activated human spirit. 
Okay. Now, we have a whole course on how to minister to the human spirit. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, May the God of all peace sanctify you holy. I pray your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we have a body, a soul, and a spirit. I'm sorry for those of you that do not believe we have an independent soul and spirit, but, well, that's actually what the Bible says. And what we learn as we do a deep study on these subjects, body, soul, and spirit, is that each component of our humanity has its own mind. It has its own mind. And, and, and I have podcasts that go into this. I have uh, teachings uh, from the Fireplace Church when we were doing it. And those are your YouTube, and you can get them for free that go into this. And we have a course on how to minister to the human spirit that goes into this. So I'm going to just take some liberty and just say it the way we get it. Each part of our being has its own mind, and the soul has a different mind than the spirit. And sometimes they can be in a uh, contest or a competition. And, and, and most believers, we operate out of the soul day to day. But there is a spirit in man. And that spirit is the lamp of the Lord that searches all the inward parts of his being. You know, what man knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit of man, which is in him. There are things that your spirit can see that are in your subconscious that you as the soul that is presenting do not know. These are just basic scriptures. My, my, my introduction to my spirit happened a couple years ago when I said with this language, Daniel spirit, I invite you to be present at the surface. And I said that, and I felt my human spirit stand on top of my body and me as a soul, I felt very small. My spirit began to declare and decree the things which God had been saying to me in my prayer journal that I was arguing with God about because it was too big and too magnificent for my soul that was religiously programmed to believe. And that was when I learned about the distinction between the mind of my spirit, which happened to believe God and the mind of my soul, which was stuck in a religious rut. And some of you are listening to me stuck in a religious rut and I'm praying for you. <laughs> but we have a spirit that helps us to break out of these things. But some of us have a spirit that's locked down, that's wandering, that's in a region of captivity. And so uh, when it gets into some of the language that we lean on in our higher level prayers and things that I use to get people set free on massive levels, they, they won't work if your spirit is not engaged. And so if you are in the club and, and, and we'll just, you can just test it like this and say, you know, well, if your name's Ed, sit down, meditate on God, maybe worship a little bit, and then say, Ed Spirit, I bless you in the name of Jesus. I honor you in the name of Jesus. And I invite you to be present at the surface. If you do that and you cannot have an encounter, you hear nothing and it's just dead and you may not have an active spirit. And that is actually the majority of believers that I meet, that they cannot engage with their own spirit. Well, if that is the camp that you're in, you're going to need some ministry to get your spirit active before you're going to walk in to the components of what the prayer I'm going to be getting into requires. Your spirit actually has to be up and engaged and uh, activated into certain components of our inheritance in Christ that only the spirit really is able to use on these levels. So, so, so this is why we're so big at Bride Ministries on the ministry and activation of the human spirit, because I'm here to tell you, and I don't spend much time talking about this because this is like the way deep end of the pool. Like, you know, I start talking about this and people's eyes roll and their eyes glaze over and, you know, they just kind of turn and look the other way and say, no, no one cares, Dan Duvall. This is just too weird. It's, you know, whatever. 
But, but I'm here to tell you about a magnificent breakthrough. Dan Duvall's vegetable patch, man. We're talking about deliverance from evil timelines. I, 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 you know, and many of you may be surprised to find it. The region of captivity that your spirit is locked up in is an evil timeline. <laughs> so, you know, anyway, um, th this is like step one. Okay. And, and if this is all new to you, please, this is why we made it the Institute. Get on Bride Ministries Institute. Just go to brideministriesinternational.com or just brideministriesinstitute.com. Either way, you can find the Institute. You can get the course. And, 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 and go to that next level. Now, once, once your spirit is active, there is all of these components of inheritance in Christ that you didn't know you had. One of them is the archy. Now, now the archy, that, that's his new language for people. I understand. Now, I'm, I'm, I told you, I gave you the warning. Deep end of the pool, dusting over the surface, vegetable patch, right? Archy is a new conversation in the body of Christ. And, and, and most people that I talk to and talk to them about this, I am the first person they've ever heard make mention of the Archie. Well, um, I first learned about an Archie when I was working with someone and an angel that they were hearing in the spirit began to point out that I had something. The angel called it a realm. Now, I further refined that to the word Archie because I use the realm in reference to so many things because it's an umbrella term that calling it your realm becomes kind of confusing and, and that will make more sense for those of you that take our course on realms, because truly everything can be understood as a realm. And, and I'm not going to qualify that statement right now. But, but the archy is something that you find in various passages throughout the New Testament. It says in the book of Jude, chapter one, verse six, and the angels who did not keep their proper domain, but left their own abode, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day. Now that word domain, and the angels who did not keep their proper domain is the word archy, archy. And when I started to ask God, you know, what is this angel talking about this realm? God pointed me out this verse, which made no sense to me because I was like, yeah, but this verse is talking about angels. So what does this have to do with me, human, right? Because, because I was just confused. I'm like, and, and plus, it's like, this, this is talking about judgment stuff. This doesn't have any relationship to me. But, but, but. This is where God took me nonetheless. Now, what I will tell you is I went by faith, okay? And, and I began to learn how to use my archy through many encounters with God and, and, and adventures with Holy Spirit, asking him, and God just downloaded into me wisdom. He's like, you can do this, and you can do that, and you can do this. And as I began employing the different strategies, and some of the strategies are actually worded into the prayer, I'll be praying over you at the end of this podcast. Um, it, it just began to work. It was like, wow, this is magnificently powerful. And things that used to take me hours began to take minutes because I was using the archy. But how does this make sense? You know, and, and, and in the realms course, I'm going to be talking about the archy at length and breaking it down scripture by scripture by scripture, right? So we're going to qualify it there. Here, you're just going to get your, uh, a little morsel here, right? Because we don't have time. However, in Jude 1.6, I'm just going to give you a few pieces here. Uh, when God created the hosts of the heaven, he gave them domains to oversee. This is the deal, right? He created all these hosts of heaven, and he gave them domains. He said, you're going to look over this, you're going to look over this. And those domains were archies. And when some of these angels rebelled, 
Well, they, they left those archies. They were realms of jurisdiction, resource, and governorship. Look up the meaning of the word archie. Now, during the rebellion that's referenced in Jude 1.6, which is, um, you, you know, <laughs> really a horrible event in the heavens, um, the angels abandoned all these realms. What I didn't know was just how significant our human spirits were in that world or that time. Because here's the big break. You know, I used to believe that I began to exist the moment that I was born. It's just like, you know, you get, or maybe the moment that I was conceived. It's like you get conceived, then you get born, you exist, right? I didn't think that there was any part of me that really existed with God. But, but the funny thing is that the Bible has something very different to say. The Bible says of Jeremiah, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. That literally means that God knew Jeremiah as Jeremiah's spirit before Jeremiah was conceived. And the same remains true for all of us. As a matter of fact, in the book of Ephesians, it says, we are saved by grace through faith and that not of ourselves, it is the gift of God and not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So, so, so we were created in Christ Jesus with works that were before ordained. All of this speaking to the idea that there's more going on than maybe meets the eye. Our existence does not begin at conception in totality. There's a part of us, namely our spirit, that predates that and truly what i began to understand from that point is you know in, in taking this adventure with the archie is that we have a long history in christ before we are sent into this world and there's a lot of things that transact and and, and the archie predates our birth because it's pretty much created with our spirit and i'm going to just point this out to you in a few verses um, but one thing that we have to understand to break this religious thinking, thinking is 1 Corinthians 6 3 says, do you not know that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? People have a tendency to put angels on a pedestal and say, oh, how high and lofty and mighty are the angels. Oh my, you know, and I'm just this little low peon. Really, the Bible says that God has made, given the angels charge over us to bear us up in their hands. So, so, so they're supporting us <laughs> in, in Hebrews. It, it says that are not all his angels made ministering spirits to the heirs of salvation, which is us, right? So why would we think that God would give the angels something so much higher and lofty, so high and lofty that he would withhold from us? And, 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 and truly, it's not so. Now, what we have to keep in mind when we're talking about the archie is that the word actually means beginning. The word actually means beginning. And one of the biggest keys is Matthew 19, verse 4 on this subject. It says, and he answered and said to them, have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female? That actually reads in the Greek, have you not read that he who made them at the archi made them male and female? In other words, when we were created as spirits, male and female, uh, God also created the archi, which is a realm. It's, it's a realm of beginning. It's a, that original jurisdiction in Christ associated with our spirit. 
And, and, and this is what God opened up to me. He said, you know, Daniel, this realm that is your origin and beginning in Christ is massive. It's, it's a creative template. It's so many things. And you can actually pull it into your ministry in this world. And, the, and I had begun to do that when I went to Australia. This was years ago. And I've shared this testimony before. Because I had begun to use the archie in territorial warfare. When we went on this tower and there was me and four other people. We got into territorial warfare over the, over the city of Port Macquarie and myself and four other people saw the ring of light that is the manifestation of my archy surround the entire city with our physical eyes. And there is, after that experience and encounter, no one in the world that can tell me this is fantasy. It's deep. It's hidden. It's there for the Holy Spirit to reveal at the right time. But now he is revealing things. The Bible says that at the end, knowledge shall increase. What I realize is that there are believers all over the world with unactivated spirits that can't use their archies. But there is coming a day and an hour where God is going to, uh, you know, unlock the spirits, the human spirits into engagement of believers all over the world, and he's going to unlock to them the, an operation in their inheritance in Christ, inclusive of the archie, that they are going to be able to bring that into their ministry in order to do things in a faster and more accelerated, more powerful way than we ever imagined. Bible says, I has not seen nor has ear heard, nor, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which the Lord has prepared for those in love. I have so much to say about the archie, so much, but I have to move on. All I want you to know for this podcast is that the language, the language is in the prayer activating the archie and, and, and using it according to protocols that God gave me, which work <laughs> and have worked not just for me, but for others who have had their archies activated and begun to pray this way. So you, you'll, you'll hear the language later on. The next one is the star. Now, this one um, nauseates religious people to no end. When I say, look, we have a star, people like turn around and they say, this guy is nuts. <laughs> What kind of new age? This is not new age nonsense. Let me, let me, let me just say this. We're talking Dan Duvall's vegetable patch, okay? Vegetable patch. Think carrots, broccoli, and Brussels sprouts. Star. Now, the Bible says in Genesis 37, verse 9, then he dreamed still another dream and told it to his brothers and said, look, I've dreamed another dream. And this time, the sun, the moon, the stars, and 11 stars bound down to me. 11 stars. So, so Joseph has this dream revealing his destiny. And in that dream revealing the destiny, he sees his brothers represented by their stars. His father's represented by the sun. His mother's represented by the moon. I should say Jacob's wife. And, 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 and so they're, they're bowing down to Joseph. Why? Because when Pharaoh appointed him number two in Egypt, they did come and bow down to Joseph, right? So, so he's having this dream. And many of us, we see, okay, that's, that's really nice. You know, that's a nice dream and it reveals his destiny. What we do not see is the deeper implication that his brothers had stars that represent them and encoded for their destiny. And this was, you know, this incredible breakthrough revelation for us. And we spent nine weeks talking about it at Bride Ministries Church. Nine weeks breaking down the mystery of stars. And I, I want to highly recommend, look, if you missed that, you missed a whole lot because this was breakthrough for everyone. 
<laughs> so many people that came because people began to engage with their stars. And the testimonies that came out of this thing were phenomenal. And what I'm here to tell you is that we're so far beyond arguing the point. We at Bride Ministries have people that are actively engaging with their stars in order to execute their assignments in the earth more effectively. The star opens up so much power. It's, it, 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 <laughs> it's in the word of God, right? And, 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 and there will be more in the realm's course. So you're arguing with me. You're, you're, I hear your thoughts, right? End of all, you are way overboard right now talking about stars on your podcast and Christians and this. Stars are, you know, that, that's, isn't that just Zodiac stuff? No, no, no. Stop attributing the creation of God to the kingdom of darkness in all application. Every reference but two in the Torah to stars is in regards to future generations. God has associated men with stars from the beginning. And I'm going to show you one better than this. Jesus Christ demonstrated what it was like to walk in partnership with your personal star. An element of our inheritance that connects us with resources and pushes us forward in our kingdom assignments when active. Look at this. Jesus wasn't even able to speak yet. And Herod, Herod had secretly called the wise men. Daniel, or Matthew chapter 2. Herod had secretly called the wise men. The Bible says he was trying to determine from the wise men what time the star appeared. The wise men were coming looking for the Messiah. They were following a star. But, but, but if you haven't really read Matthew chapter 3, Two through to verse 12 recently with the revelation that we have personal stars you can't see this i'm going to read it to you it, it it says and he sent them to bethlehem and said go and search carefully for the young child and when you found him bring back word to me that i may come and worship him also when they heard the king they departed and behold the star which they had seen in the east went before them Till it came and stood over the, where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. Right? Jesus had a personal star. Remember, what is Jesus called? The bright and morning star. And that star was working for him. It came into the physical realm. It got the attention of these wise men. They followed the star as it moved, actually moved to the point that it led them through movement to Jesus. And when it got to Jesus, the star came and stood over where the young child was. It traveled to that place. It traveled to that place. And, 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 and this is what we have found when we have begun to engage with our stars as a component of our inheritance in Christ Jesus. We found that these are like transdimensional time machine starships. I mean, it sounds crazy. It sounds cuckoo. It sounds like science fiction. But I'm telling you, we are having so much. I was sitting in a deliverance session not too long ago. 
And I, 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 I started activating my star and I said, I hyper-focus the radiation of my star and launch it as a beam of light through you, you nasty entity. And the person's whole body got body slammed into my couch because the power of that component of my inheritance in Christ struck them and <laughs> did mighty damage, you know? And I'm not, I'm not this is a hands-off operation, you know? It's a demonstration of supreme power. I'm here to tell you, it's beyond argument. We have them. We have these components of our inheritance. We have an arcing. We have a star. I'm here to tell you, you also have a mountain. You have a tree. You have a mansion. You have a, <laughs> a metron. These are all content things for the Realms course on Bride Ministries Institute. I, I don't have time to get to it here. But what I'm telling you is that this prayer in, it employs the use of the star and the archie. One of the other things that it employs the use of is timeline correction or, or, or the understanding of timelines, that there are more than one. Now, some people think oh, yeah. time is like a string. You just travel it. and it's No, time does not work that way. Time loops. Time... Uh, goes in cycles. Time is not unidimensional. And, and the Bible actually has a lot to say about timelines, believe it or not. And, and here's just a basic, again, we're kind of skirting over the subject. The Bible says in Isaiah 46.10, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, the things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. So God operates outside of time. He sees the end from the beginning. But we think, oh, so he sees two ends of a string. No, no. He sees quadrillions and quadrillions of subsections uh, representing possible past, potential futures, and every mixing and matching of those possibilities and the actual course that time will reveal throughout history all at once. Do multiple timelines exist? Absolutely. And, 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 and the thing about these things is that when, when we get into the conversation, and I talk about this in my book, Higher Dimensions, Parallel Dimensions, the Spirit Realm, somewhat. We also talk about it in the course on Inner Healing Ministry Fundamentals. Again, I really recommend our institute because it allows me to really break down some things that 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 will allow us to go higher you know as the body of christ it's it, it's really for that equipping but but um you know kind of rushing the conversation here timelines do exist and they have a purpose and there are multiples of them because the bible says in deuteronomy 30 verse 19 i call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy descendants may live. In other words, God said, you know, here's life and here's death. And they're both in front of you. Why did he do that? Because he was creating the reality of choice. There's no such thing as free will if time only reveals one set of possibilities. If time only reveals one set of possibilities, we are basically all robots navigating a predetermined existence against which there is no actual justice because everything that we do was predetermined before we did it. 
So if we kill five people, we get to heaven, stand before God and say, there was only one option. I was going to kill five people and you created this. This is your fault, right? And, and so God is just and righteous. It's not his fault. So how is it not his fault? Answer, he creates every, all these possibilities. He, he creates all these possibilities. Beforehand, he says, look, this is my subset of possibilities. And he, and he simplifies it for Israel. And he says, what is going to summarize this as blessing and cursing. So if you obey my law, you will be blessed in the city, blessed in the country, blessed when you come in, blessed when you go out. You'll be the first, blessed, not the hell above and not beneath, uh, on and on and on. But if you choose death, if you do not obey my law, curse will you be in the city, curse will you be in the country, curse will be when you come in, curse will be when you go out. You'll be the, the tail and not the head. You'll be beneath and not above. Going to get overrun. You'll be the debtor only and not the lender. List of curses in Deuteronomy 28 is twice as long as the list of blessings. Just to make the point, please choose life, right? So, 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 how do we explain choice in light of a multidimensional perspective on reality? Answer: multiple timelines. So God creates these possible futures, and all of these possibilities exist until we make a choice. And when we make a choice. We pull that realm of possibility into manifestation. So, so the, the Bible says in Isaiah 45, verse 7, I form light and create darkness. I create peace and, and make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. You know, people say, oh, God's a bad God because he creates darkness and he makes evil and this. So I can't trust him. No, you can't trust him because he's a just God and he's a fair God and he's a righteous God. He always has right standing with himself. He creates evil because he's actually creating your choices. And unless you can choose to do the evil things that are in your heart to do, he's not being fair. So he creates good, he creates evil, and we choose. Now, this is complicated by things like generational iniquity, programming things like you know you name it right there's all these other subsets of complications and complexities on what makes us tick and why we do what we do that play into this i'm not downplaying any of that but at its base i'm i'm, I'm talking about a biblical conversation multiple timelines right so with this said what's the main point well the main point is that God has a lot of possibilities that he's created for us to choose from. But the powers of darkness, and this was the revelation that we, we stumbled upon as, as we did a lot of our work, have found ways to build their own timelines that are independent of the timelines of God. So they're not just trying to convince people to sin and to do bad things that are part of their subset of choices on the timelines that God has created for them to choose from. They're creating totally alternate timelines filled with their vile and darkness, and evil and wickedness and agenda. And these timelines exist in alternate dimensional space waiting to be pulled in by human agreements. 
And this is one of the big reasons why people in the satanic cults and in some of these government projects and different things that are run by dark powers get programmed because the agreement that pulls in the timelines that we experience is, is actually a process executed by the heart, which is synonymous with the subconscious, which is where the programming is done. And so when we carry programming in our subconscious, that will predispose us to a certain category of choice. And if they are able to program our hearts to be in agreement with evil counterfeit timelines that they have built themselves, we're going to begin bringing in timelines that are not part of the overarching plans of God and, 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 and I mean, totally outside of what God is, is, is doing. It's really bad. And so every survivor I have met is tied to evil timelines because the enemy is trying to cause them to bring these things. Most of the new world order is actually propped up on evil future timelines that were built by the powers of darkness. They've hacked this thing, right? So they're trying to bring in things that are contrary to the actual prophetic word of God. <laughs> Some people think they are following the unfolding of biblical prophecy. They are following the unfolding of evil timelines that are counterfeiting biblical prophecy. Boom, I said it. That's going to offend some people. But this is exactly what we have found. And, and, and I'm going to give you one better, okay? Because I, I, I really want you to understand just how important the prayer that I'm going to be praying in, at the end of this podcast is. When the evil timelines that they have built are destroyed, their agendas collapse in the spirit and cannot any longer be brought into manifestation through agreement because they no longer exist where they're built. <laughs> this is called training for reigning. God has a company of people that are on assignment in the earth to mess the devil up big time, make him cry. I get emails from people that hear Satan crying over the stuff that we've done in the spirit because it is of such significance. And, and this is my, my hope. My hope is that this prayer, and I'm going to put it at the end of this podcast, but I'm also just going to put it out on YouTube. And when people get confused, like, why is he saying all this stuff? You know, they'll come back and listen to this podcast and maybe they'll buy our realms course and the rest of our Institute and get upgraded. So we can all start doing this stuff. You know, it gets lonely. I, I don't want to do this stuff by myself. Do you think I want to be the only one eating vegetables at the table? Everybody's eating, you know, sugar, cake, Snickers bars, and Fritos. And I'm sitting there eating vegetables, broccoli, and Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I'm healthy. This is actually healthy. Everyone else is sick. But everyone's looking at me sideways like, why are you eating that? You know, I don't want to be alone. I want someone else to eat vegetables with me. Eat vegetables. So <laughs> when, when, when these evil timelines come down as the children of God step into the, this type of ministry or, or just participate in deliverance from it, the new world order is taking massive blows. And the news will reveal what's falling apart for them in real time. <laughs> 
sometimes it's hard to connect all the dots. It's like, wait, wait, we blew up like 20 million timelines over here and then this happened. But, but, but this is like, this is real stuff. Um, so, so, so anyway, having said that, we're talking with Jesus because we're on, you know, we're on this wavelength, right? We're like, okay, how do we deal with all these evil timelines? Pull, up, pull this person out. Coming back to my story at the beginning of the podcast, you know, and, and Jesus saying it's going to be a little difficult. So, so Jesus broke down to us in that conversation that the reason why it's difficult is because of replication. So there's three types of replication that this prayer had to address in order to be effective. Replication of timelines themselves replication of parts and replication through spoken words in other words the timelines have backup programs on them so they say they're not they don't just build these evil timelines in the spirit and say okay well one hit and they're gone poof no they, they're all backed up so you take out an evil timeline so you think it'll be rebuilt within a day and the bondage will be re-engaged because these evil people are working beyond time and space. And, and, and we've had to learn how to work beyond time and space as well. And in the course of doing deep inner healing and deep deliverance that we do at Bride Ministries, because people have these promises, you know, it's like, well, every time I get deliverance, the end of all, the, the bondage resets in a week. Why? Okay. Um, hmm. <laughs> I could give you a few answers for that. Time wheels, replication of timelines, right? So on and so forth. So, so he had to learn how to get on that level and, and go beyond this, this nonsense that they, that they do. So, so we learned that they replicate the timelines. And how did they do that? Well, they have different mechanisms. One of them is, is through computers. Uh, and, and, and these aren't your Apple iMac HD sitting on your desk computers. So they have computers in the spirit world that are extraordinary they have artificial intelligence built by fallen angels that is extraordinary and we get to meet some of it in this work but you wouldn't necessarily read about it in pc magazine now um replication of parts see they have had cloning for a long time some, some people think all oh, they're cloning dolly the sheep no, they, they clone everything. And, and there's people now walking around and they know that when they go to sleep at night, they have parts of their humanity that is fragments of their soul being pulled out of their body and pulled into clone bodies and they're being tortured and they're doing missions and they're doing different things. And then their parts are being sent out of those clone bodies back into their physical bodies. And they're out there telling people, this is happening to me and no one believes them. Well, I'll do you one better. They haven't stopped at the physical realm. They know how to clone soul parts because did you know that the soul is, it's a matrix and it can actually be broken down into binary code, believe it or not. This, this is why some companies are looking at uploading human consciousness because they're basically going to break down the soul into its ones and zeros and upload it as data to reproduce that personality and memory set and blah, blah, blah. Um, they know how to clone soul parts. And, and there are many different types of, there are, there, types of clones and ways to derive entities that are part human that they can then use to replicate bondage in the spirit world. And I know this, this sounds like a mouthful. It's like, Daniel, you're losing me. I don't care. <laughs> I just want to get to the prayer at the end and bless somebody in Jesus' name. But this is part of why the prayer works because we're addressing this technology the kingdom of darkness uses and replication through spoken words. Now, Jesus is telling us all mind okay who, who are you really arguing with sitting there 
Replication through spoken words. Now, the Bible says life and death are in the power of the tongue. Those that love it will eat of its fruit. The Bible says that all things are upheld by the word of his power. That means that God's word upholds all of creation. That means that words have substance. Words have matter. And that, that there is a matter that comes upon the evil spoken words that happen during rituals and ceremonies and initiation and rites of passage and all these things that evil people do and subject people to. And, and, and those are building evil and counterfeit timelines and futures for the individual as they go through these rituals and go through these ceremonies and go through these rites of initiation and on and on. And, and so even if you collapse it, though, if those words remain out of those words and the matter of those words, that timeline can be reassembled. And so we have to deal with replication of timelines, replication of parts, and replication of spoken words. And another technology that gets employed in, the, in, in, in this whole spiel are the courts of heaven. The courts of heaven. Why? God is the judge of the whole earth, according to Genesis chapter 18. God has councils and he has courts. And in his courts, he transacts justice for his children. And so when I get into this prayer, I'm basically also transacting class action lawsuit with key language that we have learned to basically wipe out, I mean, and, and just plow through the resistance of the enemy. And, you know, I can't, again, I can't get into all of this. It's just so massive. There's so many layers on, on this prayer. And um, I mean, you, you could probably teach out of this for a long time to get to the bottom of like why every word is where it is and what all the depth of revelation is. But, but, but truly, we, we also use courts of heaven and, and we word the prayer in such a way so as to transact freedom beyond time and beyond space. And we finally landed on a piece of verbiage that really has worked well for us because many people have their the rituals sealed right they, so they so they do a ritual and they do a incantation and they do an enchantment whatever but then they seal it and with the sealing it goes beyond uh, just like a singular timeline of application and so when you break it, you can't just break it in the here and now. It has to be broken beyond time and beyond space. And some of this stuff, you know, you, we have to realize, and I, I mean, I'm really sinking the ship on this podcast, <laughs> but some of this stuff has been performed not by human intelligence, not even by, you know, proper Nephilim. They, they've been performed by holograms and, and, uh, and artificial intelligence. So, so what people are in bondage to is extraordinary. So we started to seal and what we're transacting in every timeline, age, realm, dimension, frequency, vibration, planet, cosmos, constellation, and universe, past, present, and future to infinity and from the beginning across eternity. And I will have you know, this is, this is very interesting. Infinity and eternity in the kingdom of God are actually entities. They're not just concepts. They are beings infinity and eternity and, and and they are different infinity is not eternity and eternity is not e infinity and when they work together it is beyond time and beyond space and it's it, it's very thorough 
And so when we seal something that's taking a person out of the manipulation of time and space around their lives, it's very helpful to engage with infinity and eternity as well as every timeline, age, realm, dimension, and all this other language. So, so we, with a sealing of this prayer and the deployment of, of this terminology, are able to basically go over the heads of all of these evil masterminds and blow their stuff to bits. So now there's a lot more elements of this prayer. I mean, you'll, you'll hear it. I'm about to pray it over you and your loved ones. You're going to hear it. There's a lot more language. If you want to know more, if you say, wow, I heard this podcast and I am ready. Wait for our course on realms because that's where I'm going to break it down. I'm going to break it down piece by piece, scripture by scripture, verse by verse. Because we have mapped this. If you are not ready, please do not get on our platform and get the realms course. Uh, if, if, if this has just frazzled your brain, I would recommend that you start with some of our other courses and build up. You know, uh, everyone wants to jump in the deep end of the pool until they find out they can't swim. Anyway, we're going to say this prayer. And I believe that you are going to be blessed intensely. I begin by engaging with my Arki, and I call my Arki charged with the names of God, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Shama, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Sidkinu, Jehovah Mekedesh, Jehovah Ra'ah, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Gabor, Jehovah Elohim, Jehovah Sabaoth, Jehovah Izuz, Jehovah Hosinu, Jehovah Kael, Jehovah Kana, Jehovah Milkama, El Shaddai, El Elyon, El Olam, El Roy, Yeshua Hamakshia. I furthermore interface my Arki with the seven spirits of God, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And I invite the living letters into my Arki in order to vibrate in accordance with their resonant frequencies bringing heaven and earth into alignment i establish my star as a power core supercharging my arky through alignment and interface i send my arky into the substructure of every evil timeline and time loop where the listener's humanity is being held hostage i begin by shutting down all types of replication in including replication of evil timelines or time loops, replication of parts and replication of spoken words. I go after every computer involved in the replication of evil timelines and time loops in every realm, age, timeline, dimension, frequency, vibration, planet, cosmos, constellation, and universe, past, present, and future to infinity, and from the beginning across eternity, I call them uploaded with viruses containing heavenly algorithms and infinity 
perfected beyond repair, taking down and capturing all of their programs and backup programs. I speak that their power sources and backup power sources are targeted with holy fire and entirely consumed and destroyed. I loose upon their facilities hailstones, hyper-focused light of God, the broom of destruction, lightning and the armies of heaven, along with locusts to devour their evil plots. I speak that these computers must be left a ruinous heap never to be rebuilt again. I loose angels to go after every part of the listener's humanity that is in the possession of the powers of darkness to be replicated by any type of process along with all existing clones, copies, merfolk, holograms, duplicates, replicas, derivatives, images, or anything else from which a backup of his or her humanity can be assembled and engaged in order to reinstate his or her bondage. I call the timelines and time loops being addressed entirely expunged, that all parts collected are taken to third heavenly places for processing right now in the name of Jesus. I identify every evil spoken word by members of the family, friends, leaders, and other individuals that have created matter and connected to the listener's DNA. I renounce the counterfeit futures that have been spoken into existence during all rituals, ceremonies, rites of passage, technological processes, or events that have established a counterfeit future, and declare that these futures are being held accountable to that which you have written in your books about the listener, Lord God. It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds forth from the mouth of God. It is also written that for every idle word that men may speak, they will give an account of it in the day of judgment. And so I indict the persons that spoke these idle words into the courts of heaven to give an account for wrongs committed and receive your judgment. I speak that in this accountability, the evil spoken words must be judged and expunged from every earth, timeline, age, realm, dimension, frequency, vibration, planet, cosmos, constellation and universe, past, present and future, to infinity and from the beginning across eternity, ensuring that no backup or re-engagement, spoken word or related protocol will be able to engage upon the conclusion of this redemptive work. I now surround every timeline and time loop being addressed with my archie and identify every backdoor, backup program, power source and backup power source, bomb, tripwire and booby trap, past, present and future to infinity and from the beginning across eternity. I cause them to be consumed in the holy fire of Jesus Christ and totally dissolved. I identify every gate, frequency, barrier, equation, cloaking device, force field, sacred geometry, DNA matrix, formula, or defensive protocol that would otherwise guard and protect these timelines and time loops. I ask you, King Jesus, to unlock, set aside, and completely dismiss with these right now. 
I engage with your word, which says the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of the vengeance of our God. It is written that he whom the Lord has set free is free indeed. It is written that you will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut in sunder the bars of iron. I open the windows of heaven and loose the armies of the Lord, war horses and chariots of fire. I cause every prison, laboratory, dungeon, and evil facility to be expunged of all human parts, spirit, soul, and body, and that these parts would be exported through wormholes to third heavenly places for processing. I call for angels to collect the testimonies of injustice from every part of humanity being collected from out of these timelines. I command that these testimonies are taken to the courts of heaven and weighed in the scales of justice. Based on the injustice detailed by these testimonies, I demand judgment. I call for a sevenfold restoration granted for every injustice that is detailed. I indict the ruling powers overseeing these timelines and time loops into the courts of heaven. I decree that they must be forced to give an account for wrongs committed and suffer the judgment deserved by their actions. For all human overseers, I release the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the Son of God and the Creator. He is the firstborn among many brethren. He was born of a virgin. He died for our sins and was raised again to life on the third day. He has ascended on high where he is seated at the right hand of the Father and ever lives to make intercession for the saints. He is the payment for our sins and should you choose him, you will be justified freely by grace through the redemption that is found in him. His suffering will atone for your sins. If you do not choose him, you will receive in your own members the judgment for your sins and impropriety choose now i pray lord god that as they make their decisions your stream of living water flows through the courtroom to separate out humanity from those that exist as composite entities i pray that your sword would sever devices demons blinders artificial intelligence programs, holographic technologies, quantum interfaces, and other defilements that would otherwise inhibit a decision for Jesus to be made by those present in the court, thus revealing the true conviction of their humanity and not the instruments of their bondage. Lord, I appeal to you to judge and judge justly and to have your angels escort those that have not chosen Jesus to the place determined for them such that they cannot any longer take or receive assignments against the listener to destroy his or her life and deviate him or her from his or her heavenly mandates. I call for grievous labors and brutal affliction to be imposed upon all non-human rulers and that they would be confined to realms of torment in chains of heaviness and bondage in the name of Jesus. I identify the pillars of these timelines and time loops and call for their collapse in the name of Jesus. I decree that the foundations are torn up and destroyed. I pray that every cage, castle, dungeon, laboratory, prison, facility, and construct would be raided and expunged of useful technology and information to be taken to the third heaven for processing and further study. I command that once the timelines have been expunged of all value, all evil buildings and structures would be collapsed into a room 
ruinous heap never to be rebuilt again. I go after every demon associated with these timelines and time loops and declare that they will neither escape nor receive job reassignment. I call for the establishment of prisons that are locked with locks that have no key. I call for angels to gather up and bind all demons associated with these timelines and time loops and lock them into these prisons with chains and fetters of iron. I call for the prisons to be set on fire, electrified with the lightning of God and cast into the abyss for failed assignment. I give assignment that all human virtue would be expunged from these timelines and time loops and purged with living water. I call for it to be returned to those from whom it has been stolen. I call for the timelines and time loops to be rolled up as scrolls and delivered to the Father for judgment. In their void I command the establishment of heavenly outposts staffed by warring angels. I call these territories claimed for the kingdom of God and that they will henceforth serve as kingdom outposts in the heavens. I furthermore call all works in the earth that were plugged into these timelines and time loops expired, ruined, and forever taken out of the way in the name of Jesus. I seal this work in every realm, age, timeline, dimension, frequency, vibration, planet, cosmos, constellation, and universe, past, present, and future to infinity and from the beginning across eternity. Amen. And if you got a testimony from that prayer, please leave it somewhere where someone can see it on our website, on our YouTube, on our podcast channel somewhere since we have a bunch of them. That's all for this week, folks. Until next time, God bless and Godspeed. You've been listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. This podcast is a production of Bride Ministries International. Visit our website at brideministriesinternational.com to enjoy the Bride Ministries Church, the Bride Ministries Institute, free resources, and to support us financially.